destroyed their plans as Allah mentioned how he frustrated their plans and we explained this and then Allah mentioned how he sent the birds who came and pelted these enemies and they were destroyed limb by limb until some of them were left like chewed up straw like Abraha himself. The next surah in the Quran is Surah Quraysh. Suratul Quraysh, the chapter of the Quraysh. And we know the Quraysh was the famous tribe in, in Mecca. So Allah Azza wa Jal says, لِإِلَافِ Quraysh. إِلَافِهِمْ رِحْلَةَ الشِّتَاءِ وَالصَّيْفِ That at least for the favor of making the Quraysh safe and secure and secure in their travels one in the winter and one in the summer as we mentioned this surah is a continuation of the previous surah Allah spoke about the story of the elephant and the army of the elephant and how he protected the haram Mecca and the Kaaba through this the people of Mecca became became proud. The people of Mecca became famous. People throughout the Arabian Peninsula, if somebody comes from the Haram or from the Mecca, they would say, this is the person of the Haram. This is the person, Allah protected them and their lands from the enemies and from the Abraha and his armies. So Allah protected his house, but by him doing this, the people also benefited. And they also became honored. They became like nobles amongst the Arabs. And Allah carries on. And He speaks about how they would journey in the winter and in the summer. So what they would do was is, in winter, they would travel to Yemen. They would move from Hijaz or Makkah all the way to Yemen. And they would trade. They would buy things that you do not find in Hijaz. They would buy it in Yemen. And then travel on their way back. And during summer they would go to Syria. And then come back. And like this they did business. Buy things in one place. Come home. Benefit from it. Take it to the next region. Sell it over there. Buy things over there. Come home. And move like this between Mecca as their home. And into Yemen and to Syria. And Allah made these travels easy and safe for them. So much so, anybody who traveled with them was protected. Wherever they went during their travels, people honored them. These are the people of the Haram. These are the people of Mecca. These are the people Allah blessed and protected. So they benefited. So Allah says, at least for this favor, what should they do? What is it Allah wants from them? Does Allah want them to feed him? 
Does Allah want them to give them the, the, uh, some profits from their trades? What is it Allah wants from them? Allah says, All we want from them is let them worship the Lord of this house. Allahu Akbar. It's the Lord of this house and because of this house that you are honored. If it wasn't for the Kaaba, you would be ordinary people. If it wasn't for Allah protecting this Kaaba, you would be ordinary people, you would have been destroyed with Abraha and the rest of the people that he destroyed. Allah protected his house, not you, O Quraysh. Allah preserved the Kaaba for what's to come. And what was to come? The coming of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he was born in the same year. In the time of the Arabs, they never had years. Like we have today, 2023, 2024. Okay, that's not even the Islamic year. The Islamic years are based on a Hijri calendar. From when Hijra took place, so we have 14, 30, 31, 32, etc. During those days, they never had a calendar. They would take an event, any great thing that happened, and they would say, this was the year of such and such. This was the year when this happened. When this happened, this became known as the year of the elephant. Amul Fil, the year of the elephant. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says in the hadith, I was born in the year of the elephant. So it was in that year that he was born. When exactly he was born, there's major difference of opinion over the exact date. Some scholars said the 12th Rabi'ul Awal, some said the 9th, the 10th, the 11th. Scholars are different. But we know for certain it was during this year. So Allah protected the Kaaba because He was about to send a messenger to the city of Mecca who will then call to the worship of Allah. But in the surah, coming back to the chapter, Allah says, This is what Allah wants. For all of the favors He's given you, Quraysh, Made you nobles, made you wealthy, safe. Wherever you go, your people, they, they are running to, to honor you. Allah says, all he wants is that you worship the Lord of this, this house. He's the one who fed you. He kept you safe away from hunger. And he is the one who kept you safe. And away from all fear and worry. This is how Allah has blessed you. All He wants in return is that you worship Him alone. Give up the idols. Give up all these false gods. They don't deserve anything. Have they fed you? Have they protected you? Have they given you honor? Have they given you this nobility to be from the people of the Haram? They've given you nothing. So your job is. To worship the Lord of this Kaaba. And this is not just for the Quraysh. This is for every single creation. As Allah says, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I never created mankind or the jinn kind. Except that they must worship me alone. This is the purpose of creation. Our job in this world. Primary job. Main job. Is to worship Allah alone. Then come secondary things like your dunya, we work and studies and 
Those will always be secondary. The primary focus is servitude to Allah. Pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and staying away from the opposite which is shirk with Allah and sin that leads to the displeasure of Allah. So our lesson for us is we take a lesson from the Quraysh. How Allah has blessed us. What is Allah asking for us? That people worship Him alone. I'm not asking of your money. I'm not asking of you to feed me. All I'm Allah is saying is, worship me alone. And this is the importance of a tawheed. Tawheed of worship. That we study this matter of tawheed and we learn to direct our ibadah to Allah Azza wa Jal alone. Continue tomorrow with Ithnillah Ta'ala. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.